Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning. This is First Lady Evangelist, teacher, student of the Word of God, Danielle Wilson, with the good news, the good news of the glorious gospel. I pray your morning is going well. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That you had a sweet sleep upon that last night. God is so faithful. He's such a loving and a kind and a, and a forgiving God. He's a forgiving God. All we have to do when we've error or made, you know, something in the word that he's not pleased with is just to repent, to ask God to forgive us. He said, turn from your wicked ways and ask God to forgive you, and he will cleanse us and renew us, hallelujah, as though it had never happened before. And I just praise and I appreciate God. I thank God for a sweet sleep. I thank God for those of you that are listening to me now and that will be listening in um, time to come. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We're going to talk today about believe when you ask and ye shall receive. Hallelujah. There are many scriptures that talk to us about believing. Uh, one in particular, a couple are Matthew. They're in Matthew when Jesus is talking to his disciples and telling them to believe um, when they go in prayer you know, uh, praying unto God and trusting God for whatever it is that we're needing, saints. We are to believe in the prayers that we're praying and asking God not to doubt. The Bible says that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And let not that person believe that they shall receive anything from the Lord. God doesn't want double-minded saints, double-minded Christians. We must have our faith and confidence and trust in God and know that he will come forth and come through for us when we ask of him the things that we need. Hallelujah. That's just like a natural father or our natural parent. If we ask our parent of something and we're not sure that they're going to do it for us, and we don't have confidence in them and, and trust in them that they're going to do it, you know, they're kinda, it kind of affects them a little bit. You know, I can even say hurts them a little bit that their, their child does not believe, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, believe in them, the parent, that they'll come through, you know, for whatever the child asks. And it's the same way with Father God. When we ask him of something, he wants us to believe what we've asked of him that he will absolutely come through for us and not leave us hanging, not leave us dangling. Or right, the Bible here says if we ask of a if we ask Father God of a fish, will he give us a rock? He's a faithful God. So whatever we ask of God, we have to believe in our hearts, in our minds, not doubting anything, not looking at the circumstances, not looking at the situation, not looking at what we see, but looking at what we have asked of God in prayer. That's what we're looking at. We're looking at our petition unto God and knowing that God is a faithful God and that he will, glory to God, answer the prayers of the righteous. He said, I know what you ask before you even ask it. Glory to God. He's also told us that when we uh, come to him, come to him like this, because he already knows what we ask, okay? He says, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. God, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, Lord, on earth as it is in heaven. He tells us to say, God, give us this day, Lord, our daily bread. Forgive us of our debts, God, as we forgive our debtors. 
Lord, lead us not into temptation, God, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Jesus has shared with us, that's how he wants us to pray. He says he already knows what we have need of, and we not be as the heathen, you know, that constantly pray and ask God for things. We should be coming to God in prayer, thanking God for waking us this morning, thanking God for watching over us as we slept and slumbered upon last night. No one broke in. I pray that there was no break-ins in your home, your cars, or anything, of your businesses, that no one broke in and stole anything. But you had a sweet sleep upon last night. We are to come to God in praise and thanksgiving. Not always coming to God asking things, though this is what uh, my lesson is going to be on today, is asking and receiving and believing what we ask for. But that's not what we always do when we come to God. We come to God in praise and thanksgiving and thanking him for yet another day. Thanking him for the activity of our limbs. Thanking him, glory to God, that we have eyesight, that we can speak. Thanking God for our five senses. You know, just praising and appreciating God for seeing yet another day. For this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. No matter what comes our way, no matter what goes, no matter what someone says, no matter what the enemy is trying to do, we will. W-I-L-L, no matter what, praise God, because this is the day that the God that the Lord has made. And we know that everything that God makes is good and very good. So what I want you to do, listening audience, saints of God, is expect great things today from God. We are expecting good things today, for this is the day that the Lord has made. Glory to God in everything he makes. Hallelujah. In Genesis, it is good and very good. So this day is a good day, and it's a very good day. I feel that's a word for someone, glory to God, out there in radio land. This is a good day for you. Hallelujah. Because everything that God makes is good. Okay, so we're going to rejoice in today. We will. I used to say shall, S-H-A-L-L. And then I'm like, wait a minute, that's something. It just wasn't feeling right in my spirit. So I looked the word up, the scripture up, and the scripture says we will. W-I-L-L. That puts a different content, different spin on the scripture. We will. No matter what comes, no matter what goes, no matter what people are thinking or saying, what the enemy is trying to do, we will rejoice and be glad in today because this is the day that the Lord has made. Hallelujah. And if any of you out there Christians know about the Lord, we know that he makes all things beautiful in his timing. And if he's made this day, hallelujah, we will rejoice and be glad in it. Because he's a good God. He's a faithful God. Hallelujah. Our focus is on God. Our focus is not on man. Our focus is not on our situation, not on our circumstances. Glory to God. If you ever do that, you will be like Peter. They got out of that boat. Jesus said, Peter, come. He said, Lord, if you bid me, I'll come. Jesus said, come. He got out that boat. Listen, saints, walking on the water. He was doing something miraculous. He was doing a miracle, walking on water? Oh, my gosh. But Peter kept his eyes on Jesus. 
And as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, he was able to do the miraculous. He was able to do miracles. My God, walking on water, that is like, I can't even come up with a word uh, within my, my mind, you know, in knowing words from the dictionary that will even define what Peter did when he kept his eyes on Jesus. Walking on that water, when Jesus told him to come, and he started coming and keeping his eye focused on Jesus and not looking around at the circumstances, not looking at the water, glory to God. And he was taking step by step, going forward toward Jesus, doing what Jesus told him to do. But as soon as he got his eyes off of Jesus, as soon as he got his focus off of what Jesus told him to do, he started sinking. Glory to God. That's something we do not want to do. I don't care what it looks like. See. Walking on water and, and things of that nature, that, that water walking that Peter did, that was really dangerous. That was a dangerous thing. When, you, when he stopped looking at Jesus and started looking around, walking on water, that's impossible. That's the word. That's an impossible feat. But he was doing it as long as he kept his mind focused on Jesus, doing what Jesus told him to do. There are so many things that Jesus has told us to do as saints. We have got to keep our focus on what Jesus has told us to do. Let us not look at our circumstances. Let us not look at that it's impossible. It is possible. If Jesus told you to do it, if God told you to go, go. If God told you to say it, say it. Hallelujah. He is out there with you. He's on the other side waiting on you, watching you. As you step out and walk on that impossible word that he has given us to say, we have got, though, to keep our focus on Jesus. As long as we keep our focus on Jesus, our hearts and our minds fixed on what God has told us to do, we will do the impossible. What did Jesus say? The works that I've done, you will do, and even greater. You will do even more works, even, you know, impossible things, Jesus said, that we will do in this time when we keep our eyes, our mind, our senses, glory to God, on the things that Jesus has told us to do. And I appreciate God for that. That is revelation knowledge for someone. That's a word for somebody, glory to God, in this hour, hallelujah, that we keep our focus on what Jesus has told us to do and not look around at the impossible. Not look around at your circumstances and situations and what you see. That's what Peter did. Peter looked at what he saw instead of walking on the word that God had told him to do. If he kept walking with that word in mind and and in his heart and in his ear, he would have continued walking on the water. But because he stopped focused on what he heard Jesus say for him to do and started looking at what he could see, which was the water, he started sinking. Let us not get our eyes on what we see, listening audience, but let us keep our focus on what God has told us to do, what Jesus Christ has told us to do. What the Holy One of Israel has given you an unction to do. Keep your mind, your heart, your focus, your ear open to what God and Jesus, the Holy One of Israel, has told us to do. Okay. The call-in number is 646-649-1068. Okay. Um, let's see. 
I, I would like for you all to call in and give a um, a song request. If there's a song that you'd like to hear, um, now I'd have to play it the next uh, the next Tuesday, the next Teaching Tuesday. So that means you'd have to tune in next Tuesday. But call in and let me know um, that you're enjoying the show, you need prayer requests. Um, thank you, Jesus. You have a praise report. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, you have a promotion that God has given you. You know, just whatever God has put on your heart, you have a scripture that you'd like to share with the listening audience and the saints, do call in and let us hear it. Uh, Let's see. Who do we want to hear today? Um, How about the soul speakers? It's all good. This is the good news of the glorious gospel. First lady. Evangelist, teacher, student of the Word of God, Danielle Wilson. I will be right back. Tell your friends, tell your family, your coworkers to tune in, blog talk radio, and then put in the good news of the glorious gospel in the search bar, and we will be live. I'll be live coming right back after we hear this song from the Soul Seekers. It's all good. I'll be right back.
and if I was just oh, anybody, I'd say it's all good. Bible says in Psalm 27 and 13, David said, I had fainted, lest I had believed to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. And what we come to understand and know that even when it doesn't look good, it works for the good. To all those that are called according to his purpose, help me say It's all God. Everything going on in my life. And it's all God. Had a few heels to climb. into things, but if things never came our way, 
How will we not know, or how will we know that God would not be God in our life if we didn't go through trial, tribulation, persecution, and fire? Knowing that God is on our side, he's delivering us, he's cleansing us, he's strengthening us, he's renewing us, he's making us glory to God over and again to what he wants us to be. So it is all God. Hallelujah. Um, that that um, song is the soul seekers, it's all good, uh, but it, and, and we know that it's all good because it's all God. Now, everything we go through doesn't look good, doesn't feel good, but if you are called and chosen by the Lord, it's all God, and it all works together for our good. Therefore, we do not complain, glory to God. Hallelujah, and I understand because we're human and we have emotions, we're not machines, you know, we're not made, well, we just like that ever-ready battery, that uh, little pink bunny that came to mind, well, we just keep going and going and going, no, we have emotions, um, you know, we're not just spirit, but we're also body, and that's when we go to God and cry out to God and, you know, and let God know he already knows what we're going through. He already sees and hears everything that's being said about us, you know, to us, that people may be mummering up under their breath or things like that. God hears that, saints. And what we're to do is take all of that to God in prayer, asking and seeking God and believing and knowing that he will answer absolutely our prayer, no matter what it is, because God's thoughts toward us are altogether good and not thoughts of evil, but thoughts of good to give us an expected end, Jeremiah 29 and 11. And I just appreciate God in all things. As Peter did, walking on that impossible thing, that water, that was an impossible feat. I also am walking in the impossible. I also am walking the impossible, because I'm keeping my eye on Jesus Christ, and I am not perfect. None of us are perfect. There's one perfect person, and that's Jesus Christ. But as long as we keep our focus on what God is telling us to do, glory to God, we can and we will do the impossible that God is calling us to do. Greater work, he said, will we do. Glory to God. Okay. Let's get in the scriptures. Hallelujah. <clears throat> I'm going to take me a sip of water. My voice is a little raspy. We have that ragweed going on here um, in, in Texas, and it is just horrible, I tell you. There's so many people suffering, so many of us <laughs> suffering with that ragweed that it is, you know, it's just not a good thing. And the newsman said, the weatherman said it's going to be for another couple of months. I'm like, oh, my God, another two months. Lord Jesus, you know, uh, but God knows for whatever reason, ragweed is good for something. Now, what I absolutely do not know, but God created all things, including ragweed, okay? We know that God has created the seeds and, you know, the things of the earth and so I know that it absolutely is good for something, but what I do not know. Okay, let's get into the scripture. <clears throat> believe, believe when you ask. 
and ye shall receive. Matthew 21, 18 and 22. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive, shall receive. Believe defined means accept something as true. Feel sure of the truth of something. And the scripture says that in all things, whatsoever we ask in prayer, believing or accepting something as true, we're feeling sure of the truth of the thing that we're praying for, we shall receive it. Now, receive (laughs) is defined as being given, presented with, or paid something. So we're going to believe in prayer that when we're asking in prayer, we're going to believe, accept that it's true, what we're praying for, and we shall receive it. We're going to be presented it, we're going to be given it, or we're going to be paid with something, and we're praying unto God. Unto Jesus Christ for all things, praying for your health. You may be praying for your ministry. You may be praying for your children, glory to God, for your family in prayer, you know, asking in prayer. The Bible tells us to believe the thing that we ask, to accept it as true, you know, that your health is healed, that your finances are blessed, that your children are saved. We're believing that, and we're going to receive it. It's going to be presented to us and given to us, okay? The New International Version says, if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. That's the NIV version, excuse me. (laughs) If you believe, okay, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. See, the key is believing. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm reminded of the children of Israel. They didn't make it in because of their unbelief. It's not because God didn't have, you know, a land flowing with milk and honey for them to enter into. They didn't enter in because they didn't believe, glory to God, that God could do it. Um, Thank you, Jesus. Matthew 7 and 7 says, ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. Now, this is Jesus talking. So we know that, you know, this is not uh, devilish things or demonic things that people may be asking upon someone. These are things that we're asking in prayer for God to do, increasing our finances, blessing our business, blessing our health, opening doors for our, for our ministry. The Bible says, and to him, mankind, not just the, uh, uh, the male species, but mankind, To him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Or what man it okay, or what man is there of you, okay, mankind, whom if his son ask bread, will he give him a stone? Okay, this is what I was sharing earlier about when a natural um father or when when we ask Father God for bread, is he gonna give us a stone? No. 
Or if we ask Father God a fish for some food, will he give us a serpent? If if ye then, being evil, natural, natural men, fathers, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall our heavenly Father give us good things to them that ask of him? So if our natural father knows how to give, who uh, Jesus calls them evil, sinners, natural, not spiritual. If the fathers know how to give good gifts to their sons and daughters, how much not more our heavenly father, when we ask him of things that we have need of or things that we want, he won't hold back any good thing from them that walk up right before him. But that's the key word. And walking up right is within your heart. How is your heart? You know, what's going on with your heart is the matter of the heart that God is concerned with. He says he tri- He tries the reins of the heart. Thank you, Jesus. So it's not walking up naturally, statally on the outside. You know, people standing, you know, straight and tall and shoulders back and chest stuck, uh, stuck out. That's not the walk upright God is talking about. He's talking about walking upright in your heart toward mankind. Glory to God. He will not hold no good thing from those that walk upright before him. The uh, New Living Translation says, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking. And the door will be opened unto you. New Living Translation, for everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Now, we know this is Christian content. This is not evil doors that are praying evil and, 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 and knocking on doors for evil, for God to do, uh, you know, evil contentations or, or evil things toward his people. God is not going to answer that prayer. He will turn that thing around on you so quick and so fast you won't know what happened to you. Saints, we need to be praying for one another forgiving one another, asking God to heal and strengthen and renew and cleanse and save one another. We do not need to be praying damnation upon the saints. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. New Living Translation, you parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? New Living Translation. Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. New Living Translation. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will our Heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask him? See, good gifts. These are good gifts. These are not damnation and hellfire and you know, um, and I understand David. I know, you know, David prays some prayers against his enemies because he did no wrong to them. And he asked God to do some things to his enemies, glory to God. But that is not my teaching today. My teaching today is believe when you ask and you shall receive. John 14 and 13 says, 
And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, this is Jesus talking, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Jesus gave me revelation knowledge on that a few months ago. Saints, whatever we ask in Jesus' name, Jesus is going to do it, that the Father may be glorified in the... Go to Matthew Henry commentary and look that up. Pray in the Holy Ghost and ask God to give you revelation knowledge on that. He absolutely gave me revelation knowledge. And asking things in Jesus' name, he's going to do it, that the Father be glorified in the Son. That's a powerful scripture right there. John 15 and 7. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, we shall ask what we will and it shall be done unto us. So Jesus said that if ye abide in me, if we abide in Jesus in his ways, we have his mind and his words abide in us, the word of of God, the Bible, the scriptures, we can ask whatsoever we will and it's going to be done unto us. Thank you, Jesus. The key is to be in the spirit and not in the flesh. When we get in the flesh, glory to God, we get out of the will of God. We get out of the protection of God. We get out of the good graces of God. We get out of the benefits of serving God. You know, we have to stay um, in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. And we can absolutely walk in the spirit of the Lord for those of us that have the spirit born again with the uh, indwelling of the Holy Ghost and the evidence we can absolutely walk in the spirit of God. Matthew 21, 18 through 22. This is the condition of our receiving. We must ask in prayer believing. Right? That's what I was saying earlier. The condition of us receiving whatever we ask in prayer, we've got to believe that we have received it, okay? If you have faith and doubt not, note, doubting of the power and promise of God is the great thing that spoils the efficiency or the ability to produce a desired or intended result, okay? So when we doubt, um, it spoils our, 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 the efficiency or the ability to produce a desired or intended result. So if we have faith and don't doubt, doubting the power and promise of God is the uh, power and promise of God is the great thing that spoils the efficiency. And, okay, so let's see. If we have faith and doubt not and success of faith. Okay, I don't know what I was doing there. But the scripture says that if we have faith and doubt not, we shall receive what we've asked of God. If you have faith and dispute not, or discreet, um, I apologize, disagree, argue, or debate, dispute not yourselves, dispute not with the promise of God. If we have faith and dispute not, we shall receive what we've asked in prayer, believing, disputing not, disagreeing not, arguing not. If you stagger not at the promises of God, Romans 4 and 20 says in the NLT, New Living Translation, Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger 
in this he brought glory to God. Hallelujah. That's what we cannot do is stagger at this of God, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it sounds like, no matter what people are thinking, what they're bringing your way, what they're saying about you. We are not listening, looking at that, believing that. We are believing the promises of God that he has given us. We're believing it through prayer and talking to God. If ye say to this mountain, Mint, the Mount of Olives, be thou removed. This type must be the same expectation of faith. How impossible, so ever it might appear to the senses. This is an expression that we believe that nothing is impossible with God, and therefore that what he has promised shall certainly be performed, though to us, it seems impossible. See, that's what I was saying earlier about Peter walking on the water. That was an impossible feat, but Jesus told him to do it. And though it seemed impossible because Peter had the faith of what God told him, the faith of what God said to him, he believed what Jesus said. He walked on the impossible and it became possible. The power of it is expressed Figuratively means you say something like, my hands are frozen or I'm so hungry I can eat a horse, a figure of speech, opposed to literally, which means something that actually happened. Hallelujah. Our faith causes the mountain to actually be removed. And our faith is in what God is telling us. It is not in ourselves. It is the power of the word of God. What Jesus told Peter to do, the words that Jesus said unto Peter became the uh, possible, what he was able to literally do, actually happen. It was on what the, it was on the word that Jesus spoke to Peter. It was not on, because when Peter started looking at the water, he was unable to do the impossible. Therefore, saints. It is not on what we say, what we do, what we see, what we feel. It is on the promises of God, what God has told us, what he's promised us, the plan that he has for us. We have got to believe that, believe that, and keep that in the forefront of our minds. Keep that in our memory. Keep that in our ear, resounding always within our earshot. Glory to God the promises of God, the plan of God, it will become possible if we believe and not doubt. Matthew 7 and 7 says, ask, seek, and knock. That is pray, ask, pray often, and pray with sincerity and seriousness, knock. And you know what? I am, I had a ministered the scripture at a uh, conference, uh, uh, ask, seek, and knock. And God had given me revelation knowledge of knocking. And I could see myself knocking on the door. I could actually see it. God deals with me in visions and dreams. And I could see myself before a door knocking. And then I stopped. You know how, you know, you can see it. I know those of you can see it um, that have visions. Knocking on the door. <clears throat> no one comes to the door to open it. Glory to God. 
you knock again. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. No one comes to that door to answer it. Third time, you knocking. Hallelujah. Finally, the master, the homeowner of that house, comes and opens that door and greets you and says, Thou good and faithful servant, enter thou into the rest of the Lord. Or you're knocking for something. And the master or the owner of that house, we're knocking on some doors for God to open. And we keep knocking and we waiting on God to answer. Still knocking and asking God, we're knocking on that door. God, open the door for me, God. We're waiting, waiting on him to open, waiting on him to answer. We continue to knock. God, move for me, Lord. Make a way, God, where there is no way, God. We're knocking on that door. Heaven's door. We're asking God to open the door for us, God. And of a surety, if we don't doubt what God has said he will do for us or doubt what we're praying and asking God for, of a surety, he will open that door. Because he said if we seek him, we will find him. Hallelujah. Pray and pray again. So, saints, we must keep knocking until God opens the door. And that's pray with sincerity and seriousness. God, I need this door open, God. God, I need you to move, God, on my behalf, God. God, I need you to strengthen my heart, God, my soul, my spirit, and my mind, God, in this situation, God. God, I need you to move, God, on my behalf, God. Make a way, God, where there is no way, God. Lord, use me, God, for your glory, God. Continue to knock, praying sincerely and seriousness, okay? This is not a light matter when God has called and chosen his people to a place for his kingdom, to increase and to grow his kingdom. It is a serious matter. It is not a plaything, and it is not about us. It is not about our outward appearance and how well we look on our bling bling and the colors that we may have. It is not about all of that anymore. It is about saving souls and doing what God is calling us to do, snatching souls out of the hands of God, standing in the place that God has called you in, glory to God, to be a soldier, glory to God, on the front lines for God or wherever God is is putting you. If he's putting you in prayer in isolation as a prayer warrior and an intercessor, stand on that post and pray for the saints. Glory to God. Pray for the leaders. Hallelujah. Glory to God that, you know, God has on the front lines. Thank you, Jesus. Pray and pray again. Make a, conscien- a, 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 a consciousness of prayer and be, in cons- and be consistent. Um, And be constant in it. Make a business of prayer and be earnest in it. Making a business of prayer. When you have a business, you go to that business. Every day you unlock them doors, you turn that light on, glory to God, hallelujah, and you get to work. You start doing things in that business to make it beneficial, to make it increase, to to bring in the increases or to serve the people, whatever your business is. Make a business of prayer every day. Get in prayer. Flip that light on to God and start talking to God and praying to God about the things, glory to God, that you're needing. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Constant in prayer. Bible says that we must pray and watch always, always. And that was something that First Lady Danielle was not doing. I was praying. I'm a prayer warrior. I'm an intercessor. intercessor. I know how to bombard heaven. Glory to God with the prayers. Glory to God of the righteous and to get a prayer through. I know God always hears my prayer, but I wasn't watching. Glory to God. God, I thank you, Lord, for the precious blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. We must pray and watch always, saints, because the days are evil. Glory to God. And time is winding up. Hallelujah. We just had a mass murder. 59 people died in Las Vegas last night. Time is winding up. The end is coming near. The enemy is fiercer than he's ever been before. He has no tact, no new tactics. He just uses new and different people. But the same. So we must pray and watch always. Because his tactics, the Bible says there's no new thing under the sun. His tactics and his ways are the same. But he may come in a different vessel. He may come in a different person. You know, whomsoever ye yield your members to, that's whom servant you become. Glory to God. So he may come in a different person, a billionaire that own uh, houses and, and airplanes and this man was a billionaire listening audience, saints of God. And he was at the Mandalay Hotel in Las Vegas at an open concert. I don't know what floor he was on. I don't remember what floor. But he got on one of the floors in the hotel, banged the window out with a hammer, and started firing an assault weapon, just spraying the concert killed 59 people, one man, injured over 500 people, one man, injured over 500 people. That's a whole new level of wickedness and treacherousness and evilness. Glory to God. Saints, we have got to be on our post. Whew. Glory to God. We can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. And it's not by our power, nor it is by our might, but it's by the Spirit of the Lord, said God. In the Spirit of God, we can do all things. God can do all things but fail. When Peter walked on that water and stayed his eyes on Jesus, stayed in the Spirit of the Lord, Watching Jesus, he was able to do the impossible. We, too, need to stay in the spirit where we're able to do the impossible and see the works of the enemy and tear them down by the word of God. Now, we can't do it by our might, and we cannot do it by our power, but we can absolutely do it by the word of God. For I'm reminded when the enemy took Jesus into the wilderness, and how he tempted Jesus, the Son of God, if 
doubt be? Trying to bring doubt. See, that's what I'm saying about prayer. You cannot doubt when you're asking God. We have to believe. Jesus put the word on the devil, and he had to flee. He couldn't stay. He has to flee. So we must stay in the word of God. And for those of you that do not know the word of God, I admonish you to learn the word of God, to get in God's word, get out of other people's business, get in the word of God. If you are a Christian, glory to God, that you may have something, weapons, and arsenal to fight the enemy with. You do not fight the enemy with flesh and blood. Our enemy is not flesh and blood. We do not fight flesh and blood. We're fighting spiritual wickedness in high places. And as I shared with you last week, I will be speaking on that and teaching on that as God gives it to me. That is a very profound, uh, in-depth scripture uh, that is saying a whole lot. And there is no fear in God's water. God is calling me to it. So he's going to see me through it, and he's going to be with me as he gives me revelation, knowledge, experience, you know, and the know-how to help the saints. We're helpers one to another, and iron sharpeneth iron. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to God that he's chosen me for such a time as this, for me to expound, glory to God, on Ephesians 6. Thank you, Jesus. Um, but until that appointed time, I pray that the prayers of the righteous uh, be in prayer with me and for me, for I know that the prayers of the righteous availeth much. Okay. Therefore, we ask, seek, and we knock. We ask as a traveler asking the way. Lord, what do I do, God? Lord, I'm asking you, Lord, show me, God. Reveal it unto me, Lord. You know, what do I do, God? How do I handle this situation, God? I cannot do it on my own. Lord, I don't even want to try to do it on my own, God. Reveal unto me, Lord, your will, your purpose, God, your way in this matter. We're going to seek as for a thing of value that we've lost or as the merchant that seeks goodly pearls, seek by prayer. Excuse me. We're going to seek the will and the ways of God in whatever situation we're in. We're not going to seek our own ways. We're not going to lean to our own understanding, glory to God, but we're going to acknowledge God in all of our ways that he might direct us in our path on what we need to do, you know, for the thing that we're going through. Uh, So we seek as for a thing of value from God, his knowledge, his wisdom, his understanding. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We're going to knock as he that desires to enter into the house that knocks on a door. That was the revelation knowledge that God gave me. That was the vision that God showed me as I read this scripture years ago, months ago. Ask, and it shall be, shall be given. Seek, and you shall find. Ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door shall be opened. And as, he shall, as the uh, knock, as the door shall be opened, he was showing me, knocking on the door, and then waiting. 
And then you're knocking on the door, and then you're waiting. And we're knocking on heaven's door. We're knocking on the door of heaven where God is seated. Glory to God on the throne. And Jesus is at the right hand of Father God. We're knocking on that door and asking God to open the doors and make the ways. Glory to God. For whatsoever God has given you for your ministry, for your destiny, for your finances, for your health, for your family, whatever that door is, continue to knock until he opens. And that's in prayer. We're knocking in prayer on heaven's door. And we're believing that what we're knocking for, what we're asking God to open the door for, we are believing, excuse me, and trusting God that he absolutely all the time hears our prayer unless you have hidden iniquity in your heart. He says he will not hear your prayer if you have iniquity hid in your heart. Therefore, there's a a prayer that I pray. I ask God to forgive me of all of my sins, known and unknown. And if there's been any hidden iniquities, God, in my heart, Lord, forgive me of any hidden iniquities, Lord, that I not know of, you know, that only God knows, only you and God know. You know, ask God to forgive you and to cleanse you. Because if there's hidden iniquities, he will not hear your prayer. But once we've asked God to forgive us and to cleanse us and to renew us, and we get up and shake all that dust off, glory to God, and we walk on in God asking, seeking and knocking, not doubting, but believing God. For our help cometh from the Lord. Hallelujah. We don't look to the left nor to the right. But we look to the hills, saints, from whence cometh our help. For all of our help cometh from the Lord. I'm reminded memory serves me well. I was on my way to the store in my car, and it was an angel. It was an absolute angel that God brought the cross, the crossway of the light. I was going one way, and you know how you go, what? Uh, parallel and then it's horizontal type, you know, and everything going one way and the other way. And here came another car the other way. It was a, a nice vehicle, nice size vehicle. And in that vehicle, that particular person did a motion and the motion was truly from God. It wasn't, it wasn't natural. It was spiritual. God sent me an angel Glory to God to help me. I didn't look to the left, nor did I look to the right. I was going to the store. I wasn't seeking and asking people for anything. And God sent that angel my way on what to do in the particular situation that I was in. When God has a calling and he's chosen you for such a time as this, and he has a purpose and a will and a place for you in his kingdom, he will provide every time everything we need to be successful in the kingdom of God. And to be successful in the kingdom of God, we absolutely need finances, okay? I will, I will never, I have never been one that preached or taught or 
thought spiritual only and not natural, not finance. Excuse me, my voice is a little raspy. We absolutely need finances, thanks. Uh, to afford us and to fund us the things that we need to do in the kingdom, to travel and minister the word, to um, to give bread to someone that's hungry or clothing, you know, to someone that needs clothing, glory to God, to keep the lights on and, and the gas on, um, the um, the um, your telephone on, glory to God, to, you know, get calls to come in so you can go out and minister. So we absolutely do need finances. I will never minister spiritual only and not minister the fact that we need finances in order to fund and to further the kingdom of God. Excuse me. The Bible says that I wish that you prosper even as your soul prospers. That's the word of God. So God wants us to prosper. He just doesn't want the prosperity to have us. He wants us to have prosperity, but he does not want the prosperity to have us. He spoke a word to me in 2017. He spoke the word wealth. Hallelujah. And I am absolutely holding on to that word and giving that word back to God. And I am not looking at my circumstances and I am not looking at my situation, though, you know, like Peter was surrounded with all that water and saints, sisters and brothers, you may be surrounded, my God, with circumstances and situations that look you know, like unbelievable. It's like, God, you know, how are you going to possibly you know, bring bring me out into your glorious gospel, you know, surrounded with such waters, you know. But God is a miraculous God. He's a miracle-working God. I remember way back in the day, I got saved in 1985, and when I got saved and went through uh, a pretty serious test, trial, tribulation, persecution, glory to God, it was nothing nice, hallelujah. And I could not see with my natural eye how God was going to get me out of that. There was no way I could see how God was going to get the glory. I, You know, sometimes things happen in our lives. Okay, this is it. The enemy gets us in. Okay, wait a minute. Let me back up. Let me just tell the truth about the whole matter. Sometimes we, fleshly, we being fleshly people, get ourselves in things. Sometimes the enemy gets us in things. And sometimes other people get us in things, okay? Let's be real about it. Flesh gets us in trouble, and then the enemy sometimes, if you're not watchful and stable, will get you in trouble, okay? However, God is still on the throne. He is still king of kings and lord of lords. And he has called you, chosen you, saved you, glory to God, for any calling, any position, even if you're saved just to be saved, to make it to heaven, and you so happen to make a mistake, um, he's still faithful to bring you up and out of that thing. I'm telling you, saying, there is no way. I've seen no way out. I mean, that that I went through, and I'm working on some things to speak on it, you know, and shed light on it, bring it out of the darkness and into God's marvelous light that the enemy and the evil from it being in the darkness no longer has a hold. But once it comes out of darkness into the light, the evilness and the darkness no longer has a hold on it because it's out in the light. Glory to God. Um, but I did not, there's no way. I mean, I had absolutely no point of reference on how God was going to bring me out, but he did. 
And he brought me out with a mighty hand, glory to God, with a loving, caring, kind, strong hand, with a deliverance hand, glory to God. He brought me out better than what I was before, you know, before anything had ever happened. So, um, therefore, if there's anything that uh, do not look at your circumstances and your situation, that goes for First Lady Danielle as well as I preach to you or preach to myself. You know, we are not to look at our circumstances and our situation, but we are to keep our focus on what God has told us to do. And as long as we do that, listening audience, as long as you can do that, you will absolutely do the impossible that God is calling you to do. Absolutely walk on that water, glory to God, toward the things that Jesus is calling you to do. Jesus, and I can just see it. I I can vision it. I can see Jesus, you know, asking Peter. I can see Jesus on the water asking Peter to get out of the boat and come to him. I can see Peter crawling over that boat you know, climbing over that boat and getting on that water and walking toward Jesus. The power, my God, of that, of Jesus speaking that word and Peter obeying the word that God, that Jesus spoke to him and doing the word that Jesus spoke to him. Not just the word in the Bible. That's good. Absolutely. Absolutely, saints. We have to do what the Bible tells us to do. My God, this is our map. This is our guidance to victory over the enemy, victory over our flesh, victory over our circumstances. The Bible, 66 books from Genesis to Revelation is an absolute must in the saint's life. However, There will be times when God will speak specifically to you. You will feel the unction from the Holy One of Israel. You will hear God. You will sense God telling you to do something. Still, small voice, you'll hear him speak a word or speak a thing for you to do. What will you do? If you're looking at your circumstances, you won't do it. But if you listen and do what God is telling you to do, Walk out on the word that God, that still small voice that God told you to do. I promise you, I guarantee God will be out there with you. He will meet you out there and provide everything that you need. Everything, every door will open. The favor with God and man will be with you. When God tells you to do things and you know it's God, okay, do it. Walk out there on it. No worry. You don't worry. We walk it out. God told us to do it. Our point of reference is when Jesus spoke to Peter. That's our point of reference, okay? So if you ever have to reach back and grab something to help you keep on walking on what God has told you to do, you go to that scripture where Jesus told Peter to walk out on that water and how Peter obeyed. My God, that's powerful. I feel that. I feel that all in my soul. God is good. I am a living witness. God has spoke things to me to do. Yes, he has. I've done them. 
I've walked out on them, walked forward in them, and God has provided everything that I need. Every piece of the beautiful puzzle was put there for me. Every piece of the puzzle was there as I walked out on God and did, walked out on the word that God told me to do. It was out. Everything I needed was out there. The favor with man, the favor with God, the supplies, the products, glory to God. Everything that I needed that God told me, when God told me to walk out and do it, and I did it. He supplied my every need. He's the same God then as he is now. And I admonish and I urge if there's someone out there that God is sharing to do something, telling you to do something, unctioning you to do something, has spoken a quiet, still voice for you to do something, and you're looking at your circumstances, you're looking at your finances, you're looking at your situation, or you may even be looking at yourself, not, you know, don't have the confidence, don't have the strength, don't have the tenacity, whatever you may think you don't have, it is not you that you're looking at. It's not you that you're listening to. It is God and the voice and what God told you to do. We will succeed. All you got to do is believe. That's what I was saying as far as the prayer. Believe what God is telling you to do. You will absolutely succeed every time. If you know the voice of God, and there are many voices, the Bible says, there are many voices, and they all are significant. They all have a circumstance. They all are tied to something. But you must know the voice of God for yourself. And what God says to me and the voice that he has for me and how I know God may not be the same way that you know God for yourself. But you need, you have to get in prayer you know, and talk to God and you know, cry out to God and share with God things that you're going through, things that are going on, good things that are happening in your life, thanking God, you know, and all things and thanking God for his blessings and things of that nature. He will absolutely reveal himself unto you. You will know the voice of the Lord when you spend time with God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm a witness. God will absolutely provide. Thank you, Jesus. Everything you need when you walk out on walk out on the word that God has given you to do. Walk forward. Glory to God. And if you need a point of reference, thanks. When things start looking a little shaky, start looking around at your circumstances, grab a hold to that word about Peter and Jesus. Okay. We do not want to sink in the things of God. We do not want to abort what God has given us to do. We want to be absolutely successful and bring it to fruition, manifestation on the things that God has given us to do. And when we pray and believe God for the things that we're praying for, we will absolutely obtain them. Number one. Number two, when God tells you to do something and you know the voice of God, the Bible says, how's it go? My people, my sheep know my voice, and a stranger they will not follow. Okay, so you've got to get to know the voice of God for yourself. 
And the way God's voice for Sister Danielle may not be the same voice for you. So you have to know the voice of God for yourself. You will not follow a stranger, but when God tells you to do something, he will absolutely, excuse me, be out there, be with you, leading and guiding you. You will enjoy what you're doing. Glory to God. Uh, It will be a labor of love. Hallelujah. Now, I will not tell you that the enemy will not try to fight you. I will not tell you that people will not try to bring you down because evil people and the enemy, they're out there. Therefore, we must know what we're doing, who we're doing it for, and who has called us to do it. When you keep your focus on God, we will not look, listen, or look around to what others are saying, thinking, or what they're doing. What we do is pray for those people. You know, we have to pray for them <clears throat> that we not get involved and stuck in whatever, you know, they may be going through, excuse me, or <clears throat> whatever their heart or their mind, thank you, Jesus, might might be, you know, um, telling them or having them feel toward the saints, toward us because of what God has given us to do. We do not want to get stuck in the mock, the, the miry clay, the murk and the miry clay with them because of whatever they feel or think. So we just pray for them, okay? And if by any chance you have fallen short, go to God, ask Jesus, Lord, forgive me, take that dust off and keep on going. Keep on moving. Glory to God. Because it is not over until God says it's over. No matter who thinks what or who says what. If God has spoken a thing in your life, if God has spoken destiny and he's shown some things to you, it shall come to pass. It will. It will. No matter what happens, it will come to pass. Because the word of God does not go out void. And, and the word of God does not return to God void. But it absolutely, now I put that word in, it absolutely unequivocally accomplishes that that it's been sent out to do. Whatever that word was sent out to do, if that word was sent out to say you're going to travel all over the world and minister the gospel, that's what's going to happen. If that word was sent out to say you're going to pastor a church and you're going to have so many ministries, that word is what's going to happen because the word does not return unto God void. When God says something, he's almighty God. He's created everything. Your haters, your lovers, your, your supporters, you know, your traitors. God has created everything, everybody. So it shall accomplish that that it's been sent out to do. We just have to hold on to God and trust God there again. You know, believing in what we're praying, trusting in God. Oh, excuse me. Oh, pardon me. Um, Not falling short of God's glory by trusting him. Okay, we have to put our trust and confidence in God and not in man. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to just give a, a, I got 48 minutes, a quick testimony. Uh, financially, my husband and I went through August and September uh, really tight. Like, you know, most people do living in a world that are not like a um, Bill Gates or someone extremely wealthy. You know, we, we went through a financial strait, excuse me, like most people do. We're not different. We're not 
you know, lease then or anything. Everybody goes through financial straits. But it's how you go through it. How are you going to go through it? You're going to go through murmuring and complaining, you know, and, and, you know, we can't go through like that, saints. We can't do that. We have to go through trusting God. Now, I'm not saying being in Bolivia and acting like nothing is going on and things like that. We absolutely have to get our finances in order, be good stewards over the things that God has put us in charge of, but we do not worry and we do not fret. If you're fretting, then you're not having faith in God. And our faith is absolutely in God that he will bring us through no matter what comes our way. There was just a slight financial strait. You know, I've had neighbors that have talked to me about having financial issues, and they've had to take on, you know, two or three jobs and things like that because they've had financial issues. So there's absolutely nothing new that people have gone through or people go through. Um, But when you do have whatever it is that comes your way, it's the way you go through it is going to be the way you come out of it or it's going to be the way you go through it. And we're to go through with joy, you know, trusted in Jesus, those of us that are saints and know God and trust God that he will absolutely bring us through no matter what's coming our way. Um, There's one thing that I want to, the call-in number is 646-649-1068, if you'd like to call in and give a testimony, um, a praise report, if you have a prayer that you need, uh, aunt, that you would like um, to share, um, you need a prayer for anything, a prayer request. Um, you have a song you'd like to sing, do call in, 646-649-1068. You know, God told me to do this. Let's see, I've been on the air now. Excuse me. Um I guess maybe two or three years that I've been doing this, and God spoke to me and told me to do this for many, many days. I was talking to my husband. I'm like, we need to get on the radio. We need to get on the radio. And he was like, you know, you know, most men are wait. They're they're the like wait wait on God. Let's wait on God. You know, a lot of brothers I know and men of God, and I, I appreciate. Um, uh, God for my husband for being that type of man that wants to wait, you know, and kind of wait on God and make sure, you know, that it's God and everything. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I got that. I'm good about that. So here I am sharing with him. We need to get on the radio. We need to get on the radio. God spoke from heaven. I could sense it. It was like he was on the throne. And he said, you do it, talking to me. He said it with much power. And much authority, he told me to do it. I am on this radio station because God has told me to do it. It is not anything that has to do with First Lady Danielle because I want my voice heard, because I want to be known. The devil is a lie. It is none of that. It is all from God, for God, and by God. I am a willing vessel. I am a steward of what God has given me. Therefore, when you hear me on the radio show, it is not for Sister Danielle to get the glory. It is not for Sister Danielle to sound perfect and poised and put all her words together because sometimes that doesn't happen. It's about God and what God wants to do, you know, in the lives of others through me. 
And uh, I'm absolutely willing and excited about it, and thank God for it. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, So for those of you that are out there saying that God is calling you to do something and people are laughing at you, they may be talking about you, they may say you're not qualified, they may say it doesn't take all of that, we do not serve man. We serve God. And if God tells you to do something like Jesus told Peter to get out of that boat on the water, do it. God will be with you. He has sustained me for these two, I'll say it about, it's been about two years. He has sustained me the entire two years. And there was a time when Pastor and I, we were traveling to another city, um, like 45 minutes away, and the cost was $50 a week, a week. $50, which was expensive for us because, you know, we had not increased just yet in finances. So that was kind of, um, that was kind of uh, lofty for us at that time. However, we continue being faithful and things of that nature. And God revealed some things to my husband about the particular platform that we were using. Um, Therefore, we kind of stepped away a little bit. God showed me a paper, one of those uh, uh, local papers, and on that local paper was the glory of God. It was just something different about that paper. Picked the paper up. In the paper, I saw Blog Talk Radio. At that time, they were offering the radio show for free. It was like, I think it was a 30-minute show. We came from doing two hours, and I had to condense it down to 30 minutes. And I'm like, God, I cannot do a show in 30 minutes because, you know, I'm a teacher, and teachers teach. So, you know, we talk. And I just didn't think I could do a 30-minute show. Lo and behold, God condensed it into 30 minutes. Um, and it was a, it's a far better platform, a more excellent way, you know, that God had given us to do the blog talk, uh, do the radio show, the good news of the glorious gospel and blog talk, a far better way, a more excellent way, glory to God. Um, God is just so awesome. And um, when he says to do something, again, if he tells you to do it, then do it. And listen, saints, the cost. Is once a month, I get more time. Just the whole gamut is just better, more excellent than what we were doing. Now, listen to this. When I went back to that local newspaper to look for blog talk radio, I kid you not, unless, I'm going to say this, unless my eyes just couldn't find it, I didn't see the ad for blog talk radio in that exact Thank you, Jesus. And that exact same publication, that exact same local, I went back to look for it. I didn't find it. I looked patiently, meticulously. I was looking for blog talk radio in the paper. I didn't see it. That was God manifesting a more excellent way that he wanted me, First Lady Danielle, to bring his word forth around the world on internet radio a far better way. That's what God will do. When God tells you to do something, oh, my gosh, it is so awesome. He puts all the pieces together to that big old beautiful puzzle that he has, you know, for his people as well as for his servants. 
It's all about serving God, glory to God, and not serving one another or not serving yourself, but serving God. Thank you, Jesus, and allowing God to use us as willing vessels. However, when he does that, we must remember that it is not us that has made ourselves saints, but it is God that has done this thing and not we ourselves. And I appreciate God. I'm thankful. I embrace it. I resolve it. I receive it. And I'm not apologizing for it in no way, shape, form, or fashion. Thank you, Jesus. Because the anointing costs. It costs me something to be on this radio show. It costs me something to teach the way I teach. And, you know, coming up and still, you know, going higher and every round goes higher and higher. Glory to God. But it cost me something for God to to afford me and allow me to be on this radio show. He's not going to just put anybody doing anything at any time on a show to minister to his people. He will not do it. But because I paid a cost, glory to God, for the anointing, I will not apologize. Glory to God. To God be the goodness. The glory and the honor for the things he has done, will do, and is doing. Okay, I have one last thing that I'm going to leave with you today. May goodness and mercy follow you. A mom was concerned about her kindergartner son walking to school. He didn't want his mother to walk with him. She wanted to give him the feeling that he had some independence but yet know that he was safe. So she had an idea of how to handle it. She asked a neighbor if she would please follow him to school in the morning, staying at a distance so he probably wouldn't notice her. Excuse me. She said that since she was up early with her toddler anyway, it would be a good way for them to get some exercise as well. So she agreed. Therefore, she agreed. The next school day, the neighbor and her little girl set out following behind Timmy as he walked to school with another neighbor boy he knew. She did this for the whole week. As the boys walked, excuse me, and chatted, kicking stones and twigs, Timmy's little friend noticed the same lady was following them as she seemed to do every day all week. Finally, he said to Timmy, have you noticed that lady following us to school all week? Do you know her? Timmy nonchalantly replied, yeah, I know who she is. The friend said, well, who is she? That's just surely goodness. Timmy replied, and her daughter, Marcy. Surely, goodness, who the heck is she and why is she following us? Well, Timmy explained, every night my mom makes me say the 23rd Psalm with my pray, prayers because she worries about me so much. And in the Psalm it says, surely, goodness, and Marcy shall follow me all the days of my life. So I guess I'll just have to get used to it. Thanks to God. The Lord bless you and keep you. 
The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you, saints, and give you peace. That's number 6, 24 through 26. And may surely goodness and mercy be with you today and always. Is my prayer for you, your family, my family, and myself in Jesus' name. God bless you. I appreciate you so much for tuning in on this Teaching Tuesday, October 3rd, 2017, 11.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. I feel my help, you know, kind of shutting down. Glory to God. Now, October, uh, saints and listening audience, is the month of my birthday. Next Friday, October 13th. So for those of you that would love to wish me a happy birthday, Lily would love to receive it. You can send me a happy birthday wish to all in the body of Christ at yahoo.com. That's all in the body of Christ at yahoo.com. Yes, I made another year to God be the glory. Do you know that's the grace and the mercy of God to make another year in this treacherous times that we live in and in this, you know, world that we're living in and, and people want the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood from the top of my head to the soles of my feet, out to my toenails and fingernails. I plead the blood of Jesus over my car, both sides of the car, my wheels, glory to God, my engine, the front of my car, the back of my car. Hallelujah. I plead the blood of Jesus. I pray against uh, accident spirits when I'm on the road. I pray for the traffic that's on the road. Glory to God. I pray for my husband's car, Pastor Wilson, as he's on the road, that God cover him in the blood of Jesus. I bind all accident spirits from him. Hallelujah. So, yes, I have made another year. Glory to God. That is the grace and the mercy of God. Now, I am not going to tell you my age. Thank you, Jesus. It's just not going to happen. But know this, that God preserves his saints. And and the youth and our youth springs forth as the noonday. Just know that, okay? God is good. Thank you, Jesus. I absolutely appreciate those of you that tune in and will tune in. I thank God for you all. Glory to God. I thank God in all things and for all things, for the Bible tells us that all, A-L-L, not just the good things, not some of the things, not most of the things, but all the saints. All things work together for our good, according to the will and the purpose of God, okay? It's God's will and purpose that we go through what we go through to create in us what he's preordained for us to be. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm grateful. I'm glad about it. Hallelujah. I'm expecting great things today. I'm looking for good things today. I'm looking to be made and mold today. Now, it doesn't always feel good, and then sometimes it does. But usually being made on the potter's wheel and going through construction and, and God, you know, still making us and still molding the saints, it doesn't always feel good, but it does work together for our good. And then it works that peaceable 
fruit of righteousness within us when we go through and when we allow God to send us through. So I am just grateful for the listening audience and the saints being a part of the good news of the glorious gospel. Until next Teaching Tuesday, which will be October the 10th, 2017, be blessed to be a blessing. I cover you in the blood of Jesus, your children, your grandchildren. I pray against pedophile spirits. I ask God to increase your finances, to bless your health. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Until next teaching Tuesday. I love you with the love of the Lord. This is First Lady Evangelist Teacher, student of the Word of God, Danielle Wilson. Be encouraged. Glory to God. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. God bless you. Bye bye.